Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Around here, we'll be talking about all things expansion, going from good to great and from great to greatness. I'm your host, Barbie Collab. Get ready for your next level. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to I Manifest. What a journey it had been in the last 24 hours to get to you. Yesterday, I wanted to be organized. And of course, I have all the information inside my soul, inside my body. But with the time that we have, I wanted to be able to present and be organized in my thinking. And when I was done, my notes completely disappeared. Like everything was gone. And I was like, you're freaking kidding me. Of course. And I said, is this the universe telling me that I'm supposed to just wing it? And so I called my friend and I said, help me. And it's a fact that when you're in fight or flight mode, all the energy goes to running away. And so my brain wasn't thinking. And so I could not figure out how to retrieve my notes. And I'm like, okay, I got my notes back. And then this morning I woke up and our internet was gone. And I left my husband still trying to fix the internet. It was too late to get the AT&T person to come. And so I checked into a hotel and they just gave me, we lived a few blocks away from the, the Marriott and they offered me this free room, which I manifested and I'm so grateful for. So again, welcome to I Manifest. I manifested this course. This course did not exist three weeks ago. As an introduction, we have a lot to do today and a lot to cover. And I want to know how you're feeling, but we're going to go straight in. This course did not exist just a few weeks ago, three weeks ago or two weeks ago. I was sitting in what people call, we call in the manifestation space, a void, which was just this feeling of like, I don't really know what's next. I don't really know what the next thing that I'm going to do is, what I'm going to offer next. And if you're into human design, I'm a 6'2 generator. And so we go through these plateaus, these periods of just waiting and very much of frustration and discomfort. I'm part of a group where people are achieving in extraordinary levels, moving very fast. And yet I knew I trusted in my soul and in my gut that I was supposed to be still. And I knew that when I am still, when I wait for something to strike me or to hit me in the best way possible, that this is how I manifest. I know how manifesting works. I've been able to manifest my husband. I've been able to manifest the most beautiful things in my life, a business. I've generated over $12 million and my being. And so I knew that I just had to wait. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't all of a sudden. A lot of times we see quantum leaps. We see people go from here to here. But after doing a lot of inner work, taking aligned action, then all of a sudden I had a moment where I was like, I have to teach this course and I'm going to offer it for the first 100 people free. And within hours, we had hundreds of people, I gave, I gave myself goosebumps, within hours, we had hundreds of people who had signed up. And so I decided to leave it open for a few days. So in total, we have over 
It was actually 660, but a few were repeats. So we have over 603 students in this course. And this feels like a manifestation. I'm so excited. So what is iManifest? Listen, we can Google the steps to manifesting. The first time that I ever taught of Become a High Money Magnet, which was my first manifestation course, I actually gave my students like a seven or eight step process to manifesting. But what I have found both by teaching manifestation about money and just manifestation in general, as well as being in high level spaces where women are manifesting incredible things, what is missing, men and women, but I tend to be in a group with mostly women, what I find is missing is the nuance. It's the texture. It's the nitty gritty of manifestation. I am in a course right now with a woman who is incredible. She's just an incredible human. I feel her presence. I feel her authenticity. And she's teaching a course right now about specifically how to generate a certain amount of income or more within a specific amount of time. And this was just day two the other day. And she said, I'm quoting her, she's like, you have to believe that this is possible and you have to do the work to get yourself there. And then she moved on to talk about whatever it was that was on her agenda. Now, this is not in any way a criticism or a critique of what she's teaching. Not at all. My point is that this woman who is making seven, eight, nine million dollars, I think that's what she made last year, like seven or eight, nine million dollars, you know, seven, eight, nine million dollars, something like that. She had one sentence that said, if you don't believe, you have to do the work to get yourself to believe. Otherwise, your manifestation is not going to happen. It was one sentence. And this is what I manifest is about. It's that one sentence you have to get yourself to believe. What does that mean? What does it mean to believe? And this is why you can go ahead and Google the steps, the seven steps or the eight steps on how to manifest. But this is what I feel is missing. In my network marketing business, I have a network marketing business for years. I have been in the network marketing space for over 15 years. And over the years, there were people that I saw were doing everything. And maybe this is you, not only in network marketing, we can be anything. By the way, almost everyone that filled out the form is some kind of teacher, like 60, 70% of you are teachers, your coaches. We've got some lawyers. We've got some psychologists. We've got stay-at-home moms. We have all types of people. But maybe you've experienced this where no matter how hard you tried, no matter how much you did, you did all the things, you haven't been able to reach whatever that next level is for you. And so in my network marketing business, what I saw for so many years were hardworking, intelligent individuals who just could not get to that next level. And they're like, Barbie, I swear I'm doing everything that I can to succeed. And I think I remember turning over every rock, looking to see what they could have been missing. And I'm like, surely, okay, are you talking to people? Are you doing this? You have a website, you're putting in the work, you're doing all the things. And today, now that I've done this work of the inner work, the manifesting work, I understand. 
that the missing piece was probably not having looked at the subconscious, not having understood that there are programs that are running around, that are running the show in our lives. And so I manifest, we will be looking today specifically, we're going to be talking about subconscious programming and why the programs that we have had installed within us may be limiting us from reaching that next level. So I wish that I would have known what I know now back then. And it's not about shame or blame. And it's not about like, oh, regret. It's just that you don't know what you don't know. So that's really in part what's driving me with you. I want my intention is to share what I know about manifesting. And I do consider myself an expert in manifestation through my lived experience. So what am I bringing to you to the table? What am I bringing here? I'm bringing you my unique frequency. So some of the concepts that you're hearing or that we're going to talk about, whether it's today or in the future sessions, you're like, wait, I already know that. And I want to make sure that I'm going to say it, that you don't cheat yourself by saying like, wait, I already know that. Of course, we create our own reality. Abraham Hicks says that, or they say that in The Secret. But there's something about, number one, sharing the space together. And number two, hearing something from someone that you connect with. And there's something about being in each other's frequency, being in my frequency. And so my method, yes, it is backed by science. And it's not my role to send you like, prove that the energy exists. I'm not here to do that. But my knowledge is backed by science when it comes to the subconscious programming. But it's also what I'm offering you is my lived experience. It's my lived experience. I've sat with this, these principles on manifestation and I spend a lot of time just thinking, digesting, and being, because what I didn't want to offer you was a regurgitation, a copy-paste of what I've learned from Tony Robbins, what I've learned from Melanie Ann Lair, what I've earned from Brendan Burchard, what I've learned from Cassie Howard. I'm really offering you my lens on manifestation and my understanding of life as a 49-year-old woman Again, a 6'2 generator in human design who is coming into the off the move phase, which means that coming into her wisdom. And so that is my, I just got goosebumps. That is what I am bringing to the table. And then for you, you get to decide what you do with this information and how you process it, if how you want to digest it, if you throw it out the window, if you, just you get to decide what you do with this information. I don't even need to say that. I did want to say that when it comes to learning from a role model, just being in that person's frequency can make a difference. Hearing one sentence can make a difference. Two years ago, I had made an appointment. Where I was really, really struggling with some health issues, including vertigo. And I had one appointment with Dr. Neil Nathan, who is the author of Healing is Possible. And he said one sentence after a two-hour call at the very end, for one or two sentences, and he just said, you have to believe without a shadow of a doubt 
that you can heal completely. I just got goosebumps again. That was the one sentence that he said. And that sentence transformed everything because I was confronted with my own lack of belief. I was confronted with that, the fact that I actually wasn't believing. And so being in the presence of someone who believed and who saw that people could heal, even when other medical practitioners had told them they couldn't heal, for example, was a game changer to me. And so the work began at that point where I had to examine, I had to look under the rocks, which was under in my soul. I had to look inside myself into my subconscious programming around healing. And this is the same thing that I'm presenting. And this is why I said, I might say something and you might be like, wait, I already know this, but I might say it in a certain way that lands differently and that changes the game for you. What we're seeing in the world at large, in mainstream and social media, Instagram, Facebook, all the things and the courses that are being offered, so many people are offering, and I was guilty of it, as I said, a seven-step process to manifestation. And the fact is that it's very appealing. Of course we want that. Wouldn't it be nice for those of you who have kids or or relationships or anything? Like, here's a seven-step guide to life. It's very appealing, yet when we're actually in the process of trying to manifest whatever it is that we want to manifest, and by the way, those of you who filled out the form, about 60% of you said that you're interested in money and wealth and success. And so I, I can use more examples of that. So what I see with other people is that, especially in business, they inevitably hit a point where things don't seem to be working. And it's almost like they're caught in the riptide. It's almost like they don't know what to do. And at that point, it's the sticky point that you're like, wait, am I on step three? Am I on step four? Am I on step seven? Like, where am I? What am I supposed to do? And this is what I want to offer you. Today, in this first part, we're going to be setting the foundation on what manifesting actually is because it is so trendy. And this is the part, it's like, wait, I already know this, but... I love how Eckhart Tolle in his book, The Power of Now, says, I'm going to not use the word God because God is so infused with meaning, different meanings for so many different people. And so I feel that the term manifesting holds that same, not the same, we're not talking, well, in some ways we are talking about God and source, but I'm not going to get in there right now. But Man, the word manifestation holds that same ambiguity and kind of mystery. And so I want to lay the foundation. What is it that I know? What is it that I mean when it comes to manifesting? To manifest, just dictionary definition is to make certain by showing or displaying. So you have the passenger manifesto. Got it. We have heard the passenger manifesto, rash manifested on her arm. That's not a pretty example. So it means that it shows itself. A cliche that we hear about all the time, we hear this all the time. We see this all the time on social media is we manifest our own reality. Well, what exactly do we mean by that? And if we know it so well, then why is it that more people are not manifesting the life of their dreams? That's the question. If we know that we create our own reality, 
But do we really know? I mean, I'm curious what you think in the comments. I'm going to keep talking, but I'm curious to know what you think it means to manifest your own reality. And again, that question, if we are manifesting our own reality, why are we not all wildly successful, wildly in love, wildly healthy? And it's very difficult for people to accept that they are manifesting their own reality. Hold on a second. Too often we manifest when we think others want us to be. Ah, <laughs> Too often we manifest what we think others want us to be instead of what we truly want to be. And that is also really what we're getting at in this course. And even in today's session, okay? We lack faith and belief. Absolutely. Okay. Let me just continue. So if we manifest our own reality, we'll get to what that means in a second, what that really means in a second. But what about when bad things happen? What about if you've ever lost a child or you've lost your person, the person that you love, or something tragic happens, something that is just earth shattering and you can't find any meaning? Does that mean that, or the Holocaust is a perfect example does that mean that you manifested that, that you are responsible for that? And I'm going to offer three very short points of view. So number one, I love what T.D. Jake said. There's the God factor, right? If you are a believer, there is the God factor of we are powerful creators, but we are not trying to manipulate reality. We are not trying to force things to happen. We don't control the outcome of everything that happens. That's what T.D. Jakes means by the God factor. Jordan Peterson, who I believe, I'm not, actually, I don't know if Jordan Peterson is an atheist, but he is a clinical psychologist and he calls it the randomness factor. And then that posits that everything that seems random in nature actually has an, an order to it. So you may have heard this. A butterfly flaps its wings in, I'm, make, I'm not making this up, the details I'm making up because I can't remember if the butterfly is flapping its wings in California, it affects what happens in a storm or in the rain all the way in New York. And so I really love that because this sacred geometry of if you wish to accept the God factor or the randomness factor, but I do believe there is a divine order and just because we don't understand something, just because we don't like something, doesn't mean that it doesn't make sense. And someone said Jordan Peterson is very religious. And that's right, because I have seen him talk about faith, and he's a fellow Canadian free, right, Jen? So how is it that we actually create our own reality? So we've got our thoughts, we have our beliefs, we have our feelings, we have our programming. So whatever experiences we've been through, in addition to whatever has been programmed, and we move about in the world based on those beliefs, based on those thoughts, based on those lived experiences, we take certain actions and we produce certain results. That's number one. The second way that we produce our own reality is that we're all emitting, we're all resonating at a certain frequency. You have heard this, and I know that I'm bringing up cliches, okay? So hate breeds, fill in the blank, hate. Love breeds love. And 
You've heard, again, things like birds of a feather flock together. This is what it means to a certain frequency. So someone that is always in an upbeat mood, you really can't ruin their day. It doesn't matter what their position in life is. It could be someone that, oh my gosh, we have a guy that picks up poop, a gentleman that picks up poop every Friday at our home. The guy is, I mean, he's picking up poop. He doesn't have glorified job. He's probably not super well paid. He's a joyful person. You can't ruin the guy's day. Okay. From what I see, of course, there are things that we can't see, but he is omitting a frequency of joy. And so that is usually what we become a match for. So whatever it is that we're feeling, and a lot of times we're not even aware on a subconscious level, we've been programmed, we've got these thoughts, we've got these feelings. So we have our conscious mind, which we'll get to in a second. We have our conscious mind, we have our subconscious mind. The subconscious is just playing tapes and we're picking up clues, but Many of us are walking around and we are not aware of what the frequency is of ourselves. And so we're attracting desired and undesired things. And so in order to manifest, we have to become an energetic match for the thing that we desire. And I absolutely love that. I'm not going to read all your comments right there. Yes. So Juliana said, love this way of explaining it. So I will tell you that I truly believe that we each, I mean, I know we each have our unique frequency and that we each have our unique gifts. And I absolutely know that one of my gifts is to take complex information and to explain it in a way that is simple. And that's not to say that life is simple or that all the concepts are simple, but in a way that will actually land. Okay. How are we doing now? So I introduced those two concepts that are the way that we think our thoughts, actions, and beliefs cause us to behave a certain way, but also to emit a certain frequency, which produces the manifestation. Okay. And many times we're not in control. We'll come back to that. Now we're stepping into, like you can call it part two. And that is, what is the world that we are used to? What is the world that we are living in? We have been operating, unless you have done a lot of the inner work, unless you just naturally know how to operate as your true self. There's indigenous cultures that they haven't been, which is hilarious, right? That they haven't been civilized and tainted by technology and all this industrialization that they're more in touch with themselves. And so we have become disconnected from ourselves. But many of us, I would say 90 something percent, I don't have the exact statistics, this is generally speaking, most of us have been operating from the Newtonian model of cause and effect. What does that mean? If you do this, then this will happen. The Newtonian model of cause and effect. If you work really hard, you will produce this result. How is that landing? Does this resonate with the way that you've been operating in your life? And I mean, I really do believe that this is the way that people are operating in the world right now. If you want to have a successful business, 
the thinking goes that you have to work really hard and we measure or we predict that end result of what we believe is possible with the amount of effort that we put in, okay? So absolutely, working hard does not equal success. And this is exactly what I saw in my business with other people that I was mentoring was that they would work and work and work and not produce the results. And it had nothing to do with their intelligence, okay? Absolutely, because it lends to a sense of control through actionable steps. And so you can take, yes, 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 you can take all the steps that you would think would make a million dollar business. But if there's a lack of belief, there's programming that will not allow you to get the love that you want, to have the success that you want, to have the money that you want. And this is what was happening with me with health. So I was doing all the things. I was taking all the supplements. I was seeing all the doctors. And yet within me, there was a belief that I couldn't heal. There was a program belief because according to, again, to you, I keep popping, uh, saying human design, but according to human design, I have poor compassion gaze. And so when I started not feeling well, I connected with people who also weren't feeling well. There was a part of me that was afraid to heal. There was a part of me that was afraid to heal because I was afraid of leaving them behind. That was a thought that I had programmed and it was imprinted in me. And I had to work through that, understand that by me healing, this gives me goosebumps, that by me healing, that I would become a beacon of light. Okay. So we've said that if you want to have a successful business, everybody teaches, you have to work hard and you're going to have the success. I don't know how, and somebody said, I'm guilty of feeling guilty. Right. We'll come back to that. So I don't know if you all follow me on social media, but I had said something. I don't remember the exact details, but I had this woman who was accusing me of charging too much and basically saying that you could just Google or you can just go on YouTube to learn my materials, right? And I was never like inviting this woman that had no idea who she was, but I obviously triggered her. So I came back and I responded, not necessarily to her, but I made a video, a, a reel on Instagram. And I just, oh, she accused me of privilege. Yes, that's it. And so I said, yes, I am privileged. I am privileged. And I'm so happy to be able to share what I have to share because I grew up on public assistance. I grew up having dreams up until 20 something years old that I was covered in shit, literally. Okay. Talk about subconscious programming. So for me to be able to overcome that programming and to have the kind of success that I've had and to be able to pay, this makes me emotional. This makes me emotional. And to be able to have the success that I've had and to enjoy it and to come to other people and to say, you can have this too. Yes, I am privileged and I will not apologize for it. So what happened as a result, and this is something that you don't know, uh, is that everybody, and you may have been a part of this, everybody started saying, you worked hard for your success, Barbie. You worked hard for your success. You have nothing to apologize about. And it's like, wait a second. So do I only deserve the success? This is the thinking. This is our societal thinking. 
Do I only deserve that success if I worked really hard for it? Hmm, that's interesting. Because what if I don't have children, but what if you have children and you've worked, you've been able to manifest, whether you did it with ease or whether you did it through struggle, you've been able to manifest a beautiful life, which includes a life of wealth. So does this mean that your children are not worthy and deserving of this? privilege. I am not anti-hard work. I mean, I've spent my lifetime preparing for this class and that's what I'm bringing to the table, but I spent four hours putting my notes together for you. So I'm not allergic to hard work. But what I am saying is that we can manifest in our lives with more ease and more comfort. It doesn't have to feel grueling. It doesn't have to feel like this struggle and this sweat and we don't have to be like, I walked to school without shoes and like I've sacrificed my life to give you this and to bring you this. No, it gets to be fun. And of course, things happen. Of course, there are obstacles like my internet not working, like my notes disappearing, clients not coming. I just thought of a quote from The Alchemist. Now, of course, I don't remember the quote, but for each victory, the victor is going to be tested. He's going to be severely tested to see if you're actually ready for this manifestation. So yes, you'll be tested, but it doesn't mean that it has to be grueling. A lot of times in our society as well, we've become disconnected from our bodies. We're used to living in our heads. This is so many of us. This was absolutely me. For a very long time, I was completely living in my head. I was overworking. And so I'd like to share a little bit of my story. Each new level, there's a new devil. Absolutely. And I'll come back to that. There's so much that we have to do in the next few weeks. And by the way, I'm going to tell you right now, I know it's going to be more than three weeks because we've got a lot to do. So I grew up thinking that the way to success, traditional success, would be to go to school. So I went to school. I got my PhD in French literature. I stumbled upon network marketing, my online business, and I did not believe. I couldn't even believe that people made any money or I saw them making money or I saw them succeeding, but I didn't believe that it could happen for me. And I did the work. This is interesting. I did the work of personal development. I read Jack Canfield, The Success Principles. I saw examples of people succeeding and something clicked. So I was able to reprogram my subconscious, not all of it. And I was able to have incredible success. And I started manifesting, like just out of everywhere. I just started manifesting. I remember going to a few years in, I, I remember going to California. I was dating someone who was living in California at the time. And I saw the houses, the condos on the beach. And I said, okay, that's what I'm going to manifest. It really did. It felt easy. It wasn't that I wasn't doing the things. Of course, I was taking aligned action. I was doing the things, but it felt easy. I was able to manifest. And we're not, by the way, we're not in network marketing. You're not allowed to make those claims, but I'm not trying to recruit you guys at all. I'm sharing that I was so tapped in to manifesting and so aligned with what I was doing. but that things just came effortlessly, even though, of course, I was doing the work. However, I 
overdid it. I dysregulated my nervous system. I was working on this old principle of you got to work hard, you got to go work hard, and you got to work hard, that it was almost like I ruined my manifesting abilities because I overdid it. And there's a beautiful quote by James Joyce, I think it's in Ulysses, where it's just one little sentence. Mr. Duffy lived a short distance from his body. So here we are in this body, we are living so much in our heads that we don't even feel ourselves. We don't even feel ourselves. And on top of that, we overwork ourselves because we think that the way to produce the results is through overdoing, overgiving, overworking, you know, and, and, and we're so proud of that. Our culture is so proud of that. Although I do think that there's a movement away from that, you know, anti-hustle culture. I'm not against hard work. If you want to work 10 hours a day, work your 10 hours a day, but make sure that your nervous system is regulated. We will talk about that on session three. And then also make sure that you know about these principles that we're going to learn in I Manifest so that you can enjoy your manifestations more. What we don't take into account in our cultures, in our just Western cultures in general, is the energetics. It's the magic piece. It's the feminine energetics. We're always about the doing, the action, and taking the certain steps, but we don't take into account it's the energy. It's the thing that you can't see. Whatever you're feeling from me, not the thoughts that you're having, but just like the, the energy that you feel if you're still with me right now, that's the energetics. We all know what energetics means, even though we might not be well-versed in the language of energetics, feminine energy, masculine energy, but you've all walked into a room and you have been able to, what's the expression? To cut the air with a knife. I remember I used to tutor a little girl and I had to stop. I actually, that's the only time that I feel like I've ever actually quit. It was too much for my nervous system. I guess it brought up some just trauma for myself as a child. But I remember going to her house to pick her up and her father opened the door and the energy, I'm not kidding. This is not an exaggeration. This is not figuratively. Literally, he opened the door and the energy pushed me back. Like I've, it was like a movie. I literally stepped back because the energy was so dark and heavy. So that is energetics. You all know that. Or when you're around someone and it's like, oh, I want to be with them, right? Not just, I'm not talking just physical attraction, like romantic attraction or sexual attraction. I'm also talking just, sometimes we just want to be around a certain person that makes you feel good. And I remember this as a child. I remember wanting to be around certain people because they just felt good. That's energetics. And it is with that feeling, that magical stuff, that we are able to manifest. And someone said, energy is everything. That's energetics I got from you. I wanted to be around you. Yes, you've always said that to me, Sharon. It's the feeling. And that's why I'm telling you that spending this time together can be transformative if you feel me. So right before I left, I asked my husband, I said, he was trying to fix the internet. And then I said, babe, is there anything that you want to tell me? Like, I wanted to be showered with good words, good juju. And he said, just, just be yourself. And having over 600 people sign up for this, I manifest, 
I'm not going to lie to you. It was a little bit scary. I'm like, are they going to like me? Are they going to judge me? Are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? I know that my, I say this all the time in my other courses, my, he does truly love me. Um, I say this all the time, my superpower and your superpower, in fact, is you being yourself. It's you being your own unique frequency. And it's also identity work. It's also stepping into the person that you want to be, even though you're not that person yet. And so to get ready for today, I had to tap into myself, knowing that you may or may not like me and that I have to be okay with that. But if I'm true to myself, then I'm going to connect with the people that I'm supposed to connect with. And that feels really good. And Juliana says, you are meant for this, though. I was born for this. I know that. Like, I know that I was born for this. Okay. We're stepping into part three. So we said that we're used to doing. We're used to doing, doing, doing. If I do this, I'll produce that. And so what I'm offering you is that if you apply the principles that we're going to be discussing in this program over the course, I don't make any promises, right? But if you apply the principles that we're going to be learning in this course, you can possibly produce the results that you want. And this is number one, you can do so with more ease and more flow. So if what you're used to is, I want to buy the house. So I guess in order to buy the house, to manifest the house, I have to work X number of hours, or I have to, yucky, or I, I have to work X number, or I have to produce X amount of income. And you're used to trading time for money, or you think, for example, for those of you that want to find love, then you think, okay, well, if I want to find love, then I guess I better do this, and then I'll produce that. I'll go on a dating site and then I'll meet three people. And it was funny that one week in particular on Facebook, I just kept seeing different women saying like, I'm never leaving the house again. I'm never dating again. Like these men, I'm not anti-men. I just want to say that. But this was three particular women that they were just, they were so frustrated and in despair with this online dating. And I was like, oh my God, I wish that maybe you're on here. I don't even know if you're on here, but you know, and I didn't say anything and I wanted to say, I'm like, you got to change your energy. You have to change your vibe. You have to change your vibration and you need to go out there and live life. So whether it's dating or your business, it doesn't have to be more struggle. You get that part. Let me get a thumbs up. However, this is key. But is that all we want? Less struggle? This is a serious question because I looked at a lot of your forms. There was a form that I sent out and some of you wrote what your manifestations. And the question that I have is, but is that all you want? Are you in this course because all you want is less struggle and more ease? And if that is the case, that's great. And someone said, when you've been in the struggle for so long, it's hard to feel it differently. Absolutely. And this is why you're here. However, I want to present another option. I haven't even said it. And this is what's giving me goosebumps. Okay. Here's an important concept that I'm going to introduce that is so simple and yet it's so complex. What we believe is possible for us is limited by our subconscious programming and the lack of understanding of energetics and manifestation principles. 
That's it. And here's the big part is that we are actually limitless. We are actually limitless. And we cannot think past. It's not your fault that you only want what you want right now. And maybe you have been playing small, but it's not a question of fault. It's your brain, your being, could not see beyond the programming, could not see beyond your environment, could not see beyond your experiences. Your brain and your being could not see beyond what it's known up until this point. So if you have a business and you've been saying that I want to make $10,000, I want to make $100,000, whatever that number is would be big for you. What I'm proposing is that that number that you're setting, if it's a number, or one of you, for example, said that you wanted to manifest two clients per week. This is a perfect example. And please do not see this as a criticism. It's just to illustrate a point. For the person that said they just want to be able to manifest two clients per week, that's manifesting, yes, because what is manifesting? Manifesting is just simply something showing up in your reality. That's without the magic. If you do this and this and this, then you'll get this result. Even that's not guaranteed. But what if I told you that you can learn principles, you can do the work so that clients can eventually come easily, that instead of making, just barely making it, instead of making 100,000, you can make a million, you can make 2 million, you can make 3 million, you can make 4 million. And this is why I get in the room with people that are doing better than me. And as much as possible with people that, that I'm aligned, because we never know what's going on in people's lives in the background, right? I love that, Jamie, don't limit the universe. The universe is not limited. And astrophysicists have shown that we are made up, obviously made up of atoms. Atoms is a definition that I learned in the fifth grade. The smallest part of a chemical element that can take part in a chemical reaction without being changed. We are full of atoms, and so are the stars, and so is the sun, and so is everything in all the galaxies and all of creation. And so we are, in fact, limited by our past experiences and our, and our programming, which is why it's so important for us to do the work. Part of your homework is to look at your limiting beliefs and how do you know it's to look at your beliefs, not even your limiting beliefs, because I know that your beliefs, we all have caps to what we believe is possible. And so the invitation is to question what is possible. In one of your questions is, how have you been limiting yourself? I want to say, how have you been playing small? But I wanted to say that yesterday. Today, I've changed my mind, but I'm going to go ahead and ask you that and let you decide on what the answer is to that, because... You may not have known that you were playing small. So many of you are teachers. I'm only a teacher, so I could never, you fill in the blank. I'm 45 years old. I'm 50 years old, whatever your age is. So I'm too old to have this. These are just examples of stories that we tell ourselves to limit what is possible when in reality, you can use Google for a good thing, which is, Look at examples of people who have achieved what you desire to achieve and maybe what you haven't even ever thought about achieving. 
What I'm saying is that, yes, we are in fact limitless. There's a whole world of possibilities that is in fact open to you. And so this course is an invitation to dream bigger. It's an invitation to expand what you believe is possible. It's an invitation to let go of how you think that things are supposed to happen. I was not supposed to be in this hotel room, not hotel, conference room today. I was supposed to be home in my pretty office. I even changed the table behind it. I wanted you to see it. I wanted the background to be perfect. I wanted to set the mood and the manifestation happened differently. I got my PhD in French literature. I was supposed to be teaching at a university right now. Maybe by now I would have been making $80,000 a year because I started with $56,000 a year. I was open to the possibilities. I was open to the universe bringing me surprises and I started an online business. I finally let go of how I was supposed to meet my ideal partner. And then at an event with Tony Robbins, I met my husband and I manifested him for sure. And then I want to share something with you that I was very much in my masculine, very much like a dude. This was 2012. And when I met my husband, I had a transformative experience. It happened like this. And this is to show that you can have such a moment. It could be with me. It could be with someone else. I had a transformative moment seeing Tony Robbins on stage work with a woman who was just very hard. She had so much armor around her. And when she opened up, like she dropped the armor, I saw how beautiful she was. She didn't need to change. And in that moment, I had a transformation. Like I felt it wash over me. I felt it wash over me. And I felt, I knew, I just knew that I didn't need to do anything else. I didn't need to be prettier. I didn't need to be more successful. I didn't need to be thinner. I was never enough. And in that moment, I understood that I was enough. And the very next day, because if you've ever been to Tony Robbins events, he goes to like two in the morning. The next day we had to be ready by nine. I walk up to my husband, who's not my husband, and I tap on his shoulder and he turns around and I talk about energy. He went, I took his breath away and he said, damn it. In. That was it. That was the end of the story. The rest is history, right? So this is an invitation to open yourself up to the possibility that incredible things can happen that you haven't ever even imagined. And what this course is, a program, when we take a program, we're learning concepts. And then it's your role to take the concepts and go apply them. Some of you may begin manifesting right away. And some of you will take this information, you have to take this information, if you want, if you desire change, you take this information, you apply it, you integrate it, you transform, you evolve, and you begin manifesting. So if we recap the last little section, you can manifest two ways. By doing, which is the old way, you manifest the things that you've been wanting to manifest all along. It's just that you learn some of the principles, you learn some of the energetics, and so you're able to do it with more ease. Or the other option, which is the invitation that I'm extending to you is, do you open yourself up to the possibilities that anything can happen, that magic can happen, and that you could be pleasantly surprised and achieve a life that you just are blown away by. 
And you may want to, but you may not know how. And this is the third and last part. And this is what this program will help you do. So now let's go ahead and dive into subconscious programming and how that can play out. The next part, excited to dive into this. You're doing amazing. Thank you. I'm not looking for the validation, but thank you. But it feels good. There's a difference between validation and like, we want to do a good job, right? When you fill out your form, 58% of you filled out the form and said that you're newbies to manifestation and the rest of you walk to deep in. I have a lot of my older, older, not in age, but returning students in this class. And this is going to be a little bit different than what you've learned. We're adding different layers to it. Okay. So here we are, we're laying the foundation. Even if you think that you know, or even if in fact, you might be a psychologist, you know how subconscious programming works, but maybe you haven't reflected on it recently and how it applies to your life. And I'm seeing this, I'm seeing, you know, someone said new levels bring devils and not necessarily devils, but what happens when you, when you fall in love and you manifest the spouse? Now I'm beginning to look at different programming for myself of how am I being like my mom? How am I playing out dynamics with my mom and dad? Like that's my next level for me and fascinating. And I've done therapy, traditional talk therapy, cognitive therapy. I had done it for like over 10 years and I never examined this, even though we dissected the crap out of every relationship. So this has been so expensive for me and life-changing. From the moment, there's some debate when some programming, subconscious programming happens. Some people say, some researchers say that it happens from inception or that it happens later on in one of the trimesters. But there is no doubt now that the fetus actually gets programmed. So why does that make sense? It makes sense because if a fetus is in the womb and the mother and the father or she's in a, in a violent environment, it makes sense. And this is actually from Bruce Lipton's work, The Biology of Belief, and he cites several studies. The baby is affected and has to learn some adaptive mechanisms to be able to adapt to the outside world when it comes into life. So from the age of zero, so pre-birth, to the age of six, the subconscious acts as a recording device without filter. This, I have not said it this way before. From age zero to six or seven, the subconscious acts as a recording device without filter. Everything is picked up. Everything. It's not even in the past I've said, and you can write this down, you can come back to this, things we heard, things that were modeled, things we saw, things we felt. Right now, you're listening to me. You're using your conscious mind. You're engaging with me. You're taking notes. You're in the chat. You're thinking. You're saying like, oh, her hair looks like this or like, you know, did she get Botox recently or something? Or whatever it is that you're, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Whatever it is that you're thinking, your subconscious is still filtering some stuff. It's picking up some cues. It's still recording. So our subconscious gets programmed. Things we heard, things that were modeled, things we saw, things we felt through events. 
there are memorable events that we have. And there are twos. I'm going to, I feel called to read this comment. I remember when my son's brain shifted out of theta at age seven, correct, right? Theta is the brainwave level that are used for hypnosis. And that's how we can reprogram. We'll talk about that next week. His recording window had closed. So yes and no. We move on to different waves after age, from age seven, but that doesn't mean that we don't continue to get programmed, right? It's just that, that like, as you said, that recording, like that, it's just that that unfiltered recording window gets, we shift into alpha waves. So the subconscious is a recording mechanism. It doesn't judge or reason. It acts as a stimulus response mechanism. So what that means is when this happens, this is how to respond. Somebody said, guys, two clients just manifested. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you're going to be manifesting left and right if you're open. Okay. So the subconscious acts as a stimulus response mechanism. So when this happens, this is how to respond. So you're walking around with a map of how to be in the world. We need this because otherwise it's like somebody drops us off on the moon and we don't know what to do. So we need this to survive. I'll say that, and that doesn't mean that, okay, you record and then that's it, you have this map because how do you explain the fact like someone like Tony Robbins or even myself, right? How do you explain that We'll use Tony Robbins, abuse, alcoholism, just really messed up things. And he turned out that way. And someone else in the same situation maybe would have killed themselves. Maybe they would have become a drug addict. That's because we have adaptive and maladaptive mechanisms. We genetically, we're all different. We all also are meaning makers. We decide what events in our lives mean. And so we're not trying to oversimplify but for the sake of this course right now, what we're talking about with subconscious programming, we are actually simplifying. I think what I'm trying to, not I think, but what I'm trying to say is I recognize that human beings are complex. The two more little parts on this is that it's agreed that 95% of the time, it is our subconscious that is at play and that we're operating from old programs. That less than 5% is us acting consciously. And so we're walking around with very old programming that we received as children. And this is why, if you were told women can only be this and little girls are not supposed to, they look ugly when they cry and men are supposed to act this way and, you know, women are only good for sex. I mean, whatever it was that was limiting or things about money. Money doesn't grow on trees. Actually, it does. Or that's not for people like us. And so this is another very key, key part. You may have your conscious desires, hopes, dreams. I want to make a million dollars. I want to make $100,000. I want to have incredible success in my business. I want to attract my soulmate clients. I want to have an incredible relationship with my spouse. Whatever, you fill in the blank for your desire. That is your conscious mind that holds your desires, your hopes, your dreams. But if your subconscious mind is not on the same page 
with what you desire. I'm not saying that it cannot happen, that you cannot achieve your hopes and dreams, but I am saying that it might be a struggle. And the subconscious mind fact is a thousand times more powerful than the conscious mind. So this is where the work needs to be done or an invitation to do the work in this area. I love what Har, I'm going to, I'm going to quote my sources when I have them, right? So Har T. Ecker says that our life or that our subconscious mind is a blueprint. How do you build a house with a blueprint? You don't just build a house, you have a blueprint. So our subconscious mind is a blueprint. Bruce Lipton says that our life is a printout of our subconscious programming. So if you want to see what is it that I believe, like what is my blueprint? All you have to do is look at your life. So what we're going to be doing in I Manifest is shining the light of awareness. Shining the light of awareness. I'm not a therapist. I'm not trying to be a therapist. I don't want to be a therapist. We're shining the light of awareness on our present beliefs. I'm not inviting you to dig into your past right now. You're welcome to do that with a trauma-informed therapist. If this is too much for you, then don't do it. This is just information. What I am inviting you to do is to shine the light on your current beliefs that you hold. And we next week, we're going to be talking about reprogramming your subconscious. And we're also going to be talking about worthiness and self-value. Okay, so I'm going to give you your homework. Good, I'm so glad. And let me see what I have to say to you before I give you the homework. Number one is that there is no rule for this. So we do have the Magnetic Portal community. You are so welcome to share whatever you desire in the Magnetic Portal community. If you want to share your homework, if you want to go live and share your findings, if you want to post about it, I'm at barbie.collab on Instagram. You get to decide what you want to do with this. This information will be in the portal. So you each have a portal. This information will be in the portal. The platform that I use is Kajabi. And you will have access to it within 20, it'll be up tonight, but in general, within 24 hours, my assistant will help me to put it up. Okay. So the homework, you're going to journal on these prompts. You're going to look at the printout of your life. You're going to look at what it is that you believe and how you do that. It's not like, what do I believe? You're basically looking at the different parts of your life. Like what is actually in your life right now? And there's no need to dig into the past because there's no need to re-traumatize right now, especially because it's not therapy. And by the way, it's very exciting because there are all these different kinds of, Bruce Lipton calls it energetic energy psychology, where you don't have to dig into the past. And it's all very exciting. Okay, so look at the printout of your life as it is now and ask yourself, what do you, I'll I'll post this um, in the portal. What do you believe about love? So relationships, marriage, what do you believe about health? What do you believe about money or wealth? What do you believe about success? Okay. Number two, where have you been playing small? Or where have you been limiting yourself? Number three, simple question to journal on or write about is where are you ready to play bigger? And number four is what do you truly desire? What do you truly desire? My recommendation is that the first part, which is what do you believe 
about love, health, money, success, and where have you been playing small? Where are you ready to play bigger? Um, I would say that you might want to do that first and then give yourself some space. Because I find that what people tend to do is they tend to beat themselves up. And it's like, oh, well, this is depressing. This is what I believe about marriage. This is what I believe about health. This is what I believe about money. So give yourself some space in between this last part about what you truly desire. And then do something beautiful for yourself. And that's going to vary for each of you. Maybe for some of you, that's going to mean you're going to go for a walk in nature. Maybe for someone, it's putting on music that inspires you. Maybe for some of you, it's like if you have a vision board, look at your vision board. Maybe for some of you, it's like working out. You get to decide. And then once you've set the mood, maybe for some of you, it's lighting a candle and setting an intention for what you desire. Then you're ready to do this work. And I'm going to invite you to set your fears, doubts, and the how aside for this exercise. So this is not the time to be like, well, I, I would love to make a million dollars in my business or a hundred thousand or two million, but I don't know how, or like people like me can't know. That's what we're trying to work on, right? So you might want to ask if I wasn't afraid, if I wasn't doubtful, I would want to manifest fill in the blank. And you could do this because it's a lot of work. We're going to see each other on Tuesday. It's a lot of work. So this might be, remember, you don't have to have it completed by Tuesday. And this is the work of a lifetime. So you could do it just for one thing. Like let's say your focus is love, then you just do it for love. Or if you want to just do it for your business, then you're welcome to do it for your business. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes our first session of I Manifest. Just want to know how this was for you. Did it land? Did it not land? This was fun. Good. Thank you so much for just your presence and your attention. It was great. Yeah, you're welcome. You're so welcome. Landed and received. I'm so glad. So good. I literally feel sparks. Awesome. Thank you. Looking forward to learning more. Yes. Can't wait to see the rest and do the work. You are so welcome. The timing of this could not have been more perfect. And so I never thought once of the programming we take on in the early childhood. And most people haven't because we don't learn that. And then needed to send your energy. You're so welcome. So remember, we're on a journey and we've got a ways to go. We've got three weeks. But like I said, I have a feeling that it's going to be more than three weeks. And I'll let you know as we go. So next week, we'll talk about reprogramming and worthiness. Okay. Awesome and a little scary. Yes, it is. Because... But you have nothing to fear. You're safe and you won't do anything that makes you unsafe. So thank you so much for your time and presence. Thank you for being with me. I so appreciate you. And I'll see you guys in the magnetic portal or wherever we see each other, whether it's next week or here. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you. This is super fun for me. If you loved this episode and if you're loving my podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. They really do make a difference in spreading the word and having more people be impacted. Also, I'd love for you to join me in my Facebook community called The Magnetic Portal. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll see you next time.